that's the risk you take when, yeah. when you love and love well, and you want to be seen and known for who you actually are. And so it's like, here's, here's my, here's my heart. Here's the story I'm telling myself. What's the truth? Yes. Because there's the story you're telling yourself and then there's the truth. Yes. Welcome to the I Am Mother of the Year podcast, where we equip and encourage moms just like you to move from isolation, fear, comparison, and chaos to community, compassion, peace, and freedom. We're so glad you're here. Thanks so much for joining us today. My name is Lisa. And I'm Jen. And this is the I Am Mother of the Year podcast. And I have six little words that are going to change your life. Change your life. Your whole life. And let me say it again. I have six little words that are going to change your life. Mm -hmm. Woo! Yep. They're so good. Um, And first, I need to credit Brene Brown. Mm -hmm. I stole these from her. She's the best. She's the best, Mm -hmm. and she's the one who got me on this idea of six little words. The story I'm telling myself is because we are inside of our brains Mm -hmm. a lot, and you know what's going on inside of our brains? Like everything. (laughs) Everything. Mm -hmm. We are, like the mental load, you've probably seen that and know what I'm talking about, like the mental load of a mother is huge, it's It's heavy, we're exhausted. And so when there's any amount of space or silence Mm -hmm. in our brains, we start, our brain is smart. And so it starts telling us stories. It fills in the gaps. That's how it fills in the gaps. And it does it with stories. And so the story I'm telling myself has become a really powerful tool Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of, you know, shed a little light and kind of whoa, whoa, whoa. On some of my worst case scenarios. Yes. You have those, right? Okay. I am very high six on the Enneagram. Got it. I go dark fast. Okay. So I six. think motherhood made that worse too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So a six on the Enneagram is you're kind of, you're fear-based. fear-based. You know, you're so loyal, but you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with Enneagram, that's what you mean. You're kind yes. of like, when you go dark, you're like... <gasps> Something bad's about to happen if I don't make sure everything is perfect. Well, yes. And it's even like my rational brain knows that the garage door is not locked. But yesterday I was trying to ditch a bag of garbage, throw it in the garbage can. And I'm like, I look at the knob and I'm like, yeah, it's vertical, not horizontal, whatever. The door's not locked. But outside in the garage, alone in the garage with this shut and this shut, I was like, are there kids in the house? Do I have my phone? Where is the hidden key? And then I realized... I do that every single time. Okay, so what's Worst the, case scenario? What's the story you're telling yourself then? That I'm going to be trapped and my kids are alone <laughs> in the house and they're probably starting a fire and I can't get in. I'm going to have to break a window. Like it, it spirals quickly. And then my husband's going to be like, what were you doing alone trapped in the garage? Why didn't you have your phone? I thought you thought through these things. Why was the door locked? I could keep going. I think I, I think the, the moral of the story is don't take the trash out. Oh, Let your husband do that. Don't be responsible right? and deal with the poopy diaper that's mm-hmm. filling up the aromas of the kitchen. Yeah, mine oh, mine is, it's so bad, you guys. <laughs> My worst case scenario, this is like the quintessential big word. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst case scenario for me is people ask about like, does your brain ever go down all the way to the negative? And I'm like, oh, you want to hear you about mean, it? How many oh, times you hear a about day? It? Yeah. Because. Per, per minute, hour, regularly. second. Mm-hmm. Is it always doing that? I don't know. Um, is when, when both of my kids were babies, we had this angel care monitor. Okay. So like 
if I remember, as especially as a new mother, when your hormones are like, let's play. Um, ugh. And you're on little sleep, so oh, it's just, just it's, no rational thoughts here. No, it's like the perfect playground yeah. for worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. The story I'm telling myself. It's a breeding ground. It, that's what I was that's what I was looking for. The breeding it's ground. The breeding ground. Uh, <laughs> and no more breeding, please. No, We've got a baby upstairs. Two of them up oh there. my gosh. <laughs> so the, the story I'm telling myself, when it would go from like 72 degrees down to 71, I'd be like, oh my gosh, my kid is dead. And I've, they've turned into an ice cube and they're the thing cooling down the room. Because that happens. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Instead of going, wow, hallelujah, my kid is sleeping an extra five minutes longer than they usually do. With the a s- one degree drop. The story I'm telling myself is not only are they dead, they're an ice cube. And when I go in, it's going to be like the Arctic tundra. Like Elsa has made a visit. What in the world? That is ridiculous. And I know that, but that's why the six little words come in handy. Because when you get to say, the story I'm telling myself is, you leave room for the other thing, which is the truth. There's the story you're telling yourself, and then there's the truth. This has helped me more than anything. Because if I'm getting vulnerable with a friend Mm -hmm. and then... They don't respond back. Or quick enough. Like, quick enough, yes. Mm-hmm. I fill in those gaps with, uh, you opened up too much. You scared them away. Mm-hmm. You're a total loser. They probably hate you now. Yeah. And they're telling everyone how terrible you are. Oh, so now everyone else is going to hate you too. Exactly. Might as well just I have no alone. friends. Yep. Just pack up shop. Right. That's a real story. And I know, like, you're like, that's ridiculous. You know. You, you think that too. way too. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, all, it's all the time. Yes. I have to go back to the worst case scenario just to make you feel better about your ice cube, baby. Oh. Um, <laughs> like, don't remind me. I got home from, I was singing at my church, okay? Sure. So we had a service and we were, it was going to end and it was about dinner time. So I'm texting my husband like, I'll be home at this time and I'll bring home some dinner, okay? Uh-huh. And so I get home. And the door is wide open, and the dog is barking, and the TV is blaring on one of the floors, Mm. and Jonah's bike is sideways in the yard. And I'm like, okay, they're here. They're here somewhere. Don't don't freak out yet. Don't don't be too much of a six six too fast. (laughs) And so I'm like, just search. Just search the house first. Go through this floor. Hello, I'm home. Dinner's here for two boys. And like, that's going to, you know, the husband and the kid, that should keep them running. So I'm like... Dinner's here. Nothing. Dog is going nuts. I'm like, hi. So then I go to the basement. No. No one to be found. Mm-hmm. Doors wide open. Go upstairs. No one. Like, okay. So then I realized I've texted. There's no note. I have no return call or text on my phone. <laughs> yep. So everyone was kidnapped. Yeah, they're long gone. <laughs> they're for sure in the My grown the husband. Yes. My grown husband yes. has been abducted. Bound, gagged. And yep. I will probably never see them again. Yep. Which again, sounds ridiculous. But in that moment of, yeah, but you saw my ETA. You know I have dinner. You would not leave without a note or a text. Right. And why is our house wide open for everyone to come in and steal our things <laughs> and our dog? It surely yeah. was not a possibility that they walked down the street and saw a neighbor and got talking for 10 minutes. Oh. And left the phone at home. That didn't happen. That didn't sound like your husband at all. No. <laughs> Except for that's exactly what happened. Uh-huh. But I'm like, yeah, we do that. And yes, yeah. relationally, it's the, especially after being vulnerable. Yes. It's so hard. And you you can't stop your brain. At least I can't. 
Yeah. Stop it from automatically filling in gaps. Yes. You know you do, and that's exactly what your brain does, but that's why this tool is so important. Mm -hmm. So memorize these six words. Yeah. Because the story I'm telling myself is helps in, like, for example, my husband and I, when we do date nights, I, like, put extra effort into getting ready and making mm -hmm. sure I'm wearing heels because that don't happen mm -hmm. and all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I come down the stairs and what I expect to happen is jaw to the floor. Oh, girl. Oh, Gorgeous, oh, sexy. Oh, These look are all at you. appropriate terms. Wow, I'm married up. Da -da. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of those. I expect one of those. Yes. I don't expect the whole world. Okay. But you could lead with gorgeous. It's fine. Right. Give you permission, <laughs> Ryan, if you're watching this. But it's like when he's like, All right, babysitter's here, let's go. And I'm like, Are you wearing that? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, and then my. To say something to right, me? Hello, my brain goes, Huh. Okay, the story I'm telling myself is that I didn't put enough effort in. You don't actually think I'm pretty. You're not still attracted to me. We've been married for 10 years and it's this, I'm kind of old news now. You're used and to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You wish you had a prettier wife, a better wife, younger. A, a younger wife, yeah. all the things. Mm -hmm. And so then what happens is I start resenting him and yeah. he doesn't know this is happening. Yeah. And so then he's like, oh, I'm so glad to get out of the house. What, oh, yeah. what are you going to get? Want an appetizer? Huh? What? I have a coupon. Huh? I have a gift card. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, Don't talk wrong? to me on date night. Right. Something. Huh? Right. And that's what happens. And it's unfair. Yeah. So that's, that's what, this is our action step is get to know what are you telling yourself? Mm -hmm. It's again, it's this horrible thing that we don't do. Yeah. Just try to stop and think, what's the story I'm telling myself? Mm -hmm. If you can name that. Yeah. And then like summon all of your courage because sometimes it takes a lot of courage to crack open your chest and be like, the story I'm telling myself is that you don't think I'm pretty because there's, there's a chance that he could be like, well, I don't think you're pretty. Oh, <gasps> abort <gasps> mission. Right? Retreat, retreat. <laughs> exactly. But like, uh, so, but that's the risk you take when, yeah. when you love and love well, mm -hmm. and you want to be seen and known for who you actually are. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, here's, Here's my, here's my heart. Here's the story I'm telling myself. Yeah. What's the truth? Yes. Because there's the story you're telling yourself mm -hmm. and then there's the truth. Yes. They're and, different. Yes. And it's not accusatory. Right. Can't believe you don't think I'm pretty. What? We're not leaving this house until you give me a compliment and mean it. Right. Does that feel good? No. no. Right. I love this phrase for two reasons. Hit me with it. Before we get into truth, because that's all, that's a whole thing. And that, that'll be a good way to wrap it up. <laughs> But I'm like, okay, I love this phrase because mm -hmm. one, there's ownership. Like you said, it doesn't attack. It's yep. not accusatory. And like in counseling, it's like, when you do this, it makes me feel this way. Yeah. You can't, like the other person can't argue that, yeah, the story I'm telling myself is this. They can't say, well, that's dumb or no, it isn't. Yes. Yes, it is. This is what yeah. I'm believing. Yeah. So well, yeah. there's ownership. You really can't argue it. And it doesn't attack. Like you didn't tell me I'm pretty, you know? Right. And the number two thing that I love, like I like to be direct. Okay. This is true. But I care what people think. And so I'm stuck in this tension of, I basically mm. become a Sour Patch Kid. 
And because it's Can't like argue with the sour patch first kid. sour, then sweet, <laughs> and kind of play this little dance of going mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah. So I personally love this phrase because it helps me achieve my goal. Because what we're going to talk about is you go to the source, like you were saying with Ryan, with this feel pretty thing. Like you go to the source and you open up your chest and you do the vulnerable thing, but you say this ownership phrase. The story I'm telling myself is. So I can be direct and go to the source. But then the sweet part is that it's not me waving a finger in their face. It's not fiery. And it's not abrasive because if I said every unfiltered thought to all the sources and all the weird questions and hard things that I would say, (laughs) I would have no friends. That is true. So it's a really lovely, gentle, Mm -hmm. open conversation way. And then you can hash it out and go, I can't believe you're believing that. That's not what I meant. And most people have good intentions. And then it's just an open, honest conversation. Yes. And I love it too, because it allows you to be yourself. Yeah. Like I am so emotional, so emotional. Like I jump in to a sea of all of my emotions and I'm very emotionally aware, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of like people think you can't be emotional and emotionally aware. I'm super emotionally aware. Mm-hmm. And so the cocktail of emotions that feed me. It's different for tons of different scenarios. The little bit of guilt with the frustration, with the shame, with mm. the, it's all of these different things. And when I jump in, I'm feeling mm. and I stop thinking, Yes. but this allows me to go, I don't need to stop feeling. Yeah. I, all I need to remember is six little words. Yes. Like, man, I feel like the story I'm telling myself is you don't think I'm pretty. Yeah. The story I'm telling myself is like, you want a you want a different, better wife because of the silence. Because he didn't say the thing yes. you needed to hear. Yeah, and my brain's like, I'll take over from here. And then when you say that, that gives him the chance to yes. tell you the truth. Right, exactly. And you're like, isn't that forcing the compliment? No, it's allowing him the opportunity to go. Are you serious? And really fill in the gap with truth. Because and I'll say it. Well, I've said it once. Probably said it twice. There's the story you're telling yourself. And then there's the truth. Mm -hmm. It's totally different. And you need to invite the person Mm -hmm. into that story with you. Yeah. So first you identify it, right? You've got to know what you're telling yourself. What are you paying attention? Yes. And then number two, you go to that person, you invite someone in, you, you say the thing with the cupped hands, you know, like invite them in to, so that they can tell you the truth. Exactly. Yeah, and if you're like, oh, I don't know, that seems like a huge step. I totally get it. Go to your best friend and go, mm-hmm. this what this happened. This is the story I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. What's true? We've done this. Oh, a million times. I can't believe we're still friends. <laughs> we've had to have so many hard conversations. Yes. But we've we've done that in essence, right. either with those exact words or yep. others of like, well, I just felt this way when you did that. And you're like, are you kidding me? Right. And like, that makes me angry that right. you were under attack or so-and-so made you feel that way. Like, yeah. it j- then we can talk it out and sort it all yes. out. Right. We're living proof. Yes, exactly. Yes. It's a freedom thing. Yeah. It's a freedom thing. It, it freely allows you to be yourself. Yes. Um, so either taking it to the person directly or taking it to someone else first. Yes. Because maybe it doesn't even need to be a conversation with the other person. Right. I mean, there's tons of scenarios we yes. can float around. We don't, ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-mm. But that or if it's within yourself because so many times i'm telling myself stories about who i am mm-hmm. so like for example every time i'm like not every time every time oh. i was about to like no 
No. No, it is. Okay. <laughs> Every time Josie comes at me, right? She's five and three quarters and she is spirited and she's wild and she's so, oh my gosh, I love her so much. She's so amazing, but she's a little feisty. And so when she comes at me, the story I begin telling myself is, okay, if you were better, mm. she wouldn't act like this. Mm. If you were actually a good mom, you could like teach Avoid her how this. to listen the first time. She wouldn't get mad if you were a real mom. That's oh. one of the things I struggle with. Like, oh, it's another podcast for another time. But like, I, I struggle to feel like I'm a real mom. Wow. Even though I've birthed two children. Yes. There's, like, I was there. Trust I me. two kids. Yeah. yeah. But, so I'm a mother. So I, but I struggle sometimes to feel like I'm a real mother. Mm-hmm. And so that gets into my brain and starts feeding me these stories of, if you were a real mom, because you know real moms, oh, you know your neighbor, she does not feel this way. Mm. She's got it all together. Like, so then the comparison starts. And the story I'm telling myself is, but I don't need to go to the neighbor, right? Who I need to go to mm-hmm. is the one who created me yeah. and the one who gave me my own children, the one who equips me and calls me and loves me so much that he is leading me and guiding me on the most amazing journey. So I'm like, God, the story I'm telling myself is that. I'm just a failure. I, I'm unworthy to receive the gift of my children. Oh my gosh. I know. And you know what God does? Oh, honey. Oh, sweetheart, come here. Let's, let's sit in this and let me tell you what's true. Because he only speaks truth. And love. Yeah. Gentle, kind. kind right. And then that's the beauty of bringing it to God. Mm-hmm. Going, okay, you created me. You gave me my kids. Like, these are the things I can answer in Sunday school, right? But when I'm living and breathing chaos, Mm -hmm. I can't remember the truth. And so that's why even the story I'm telling myself is if I start entering into this space, I try to stop and go, wait, 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 this is a story. The story I'm telling myself is, God, what's the truth? Mm. And if you're like, you talk to God like that? Yeah, I do. You want to know why? Because he shows up. Mm -hmm. And I believe that he shows up for you too. You might not know yet how to recognize his voice all the way. And that's totally fine. Again, another podcast for another time. But it's, man, he shows up because he loves you and he created you and he wants the best for you. And he wants the story that you tell yourself to be his story. Mm -hmm. So you can tell that story to everyone else. I'm getting goosebumps. Oh my God. Come on, baby. That's so true. Right? Yes. I feel like in those moments when I'm relating in other in other scenarios in my life, it really is that line of what's true about you. And that's your journal. But I've done right. that before. Can we get deep and real? Let's do it. My in heart our, is pounding. In, in our remaining time. I go know. For it. Okay. Hit us with it. So I was trying to have a baby, Ooh. got pregnant, uh-huh. and went and heard the heartbeat. Like I was waiting and then I heard the heartbeat. So I was like, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. Great. Everything's great. Ooh. And then went back for a checkup and they were like, "Mm, the heartbeat is slow. And I was like, so what does that mean? And they're like, well, there's a 50-50 chance that your baby's not going to make it. So because we have short time, this can be another podcast too. Sorry to drop it. This is going to be a longer episode, guys. Hang in there for another four minutes. You can do it. Jen, keep going. What's terrible is the limbo land. No one likes the gray. No one likes the land in between. That's what I was sending to for a week. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, time will tell. So you have a 50-50 shot. 
Go home now, relieve your babysitter from this doctor's appointment, go play with your kid because it's a Saturday, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and come back in a week and either you will have miscarried by then, or the baby will make it, or we'll have to induce a miscarriage. Those were my options. I don't like any of that. So I drove home in shock, Yeah. and then my babysitter was like, how's the appointment go? And I was like, um... Get out of here. Um, well, and I couldn't like yeah. just break down in tears because right. it, to me, I was holding out hope. I have 50% yeah. chance. So right. don't like, come on now. Yeah. Go pull right. the cart before My the horse. Half full. Yes. We're going to be positive. And that happened to be 4th of July week. Mm -hmm. And I had off that week as like a vacation week. Mm -hmm. And so my husband was at work and my son was at his daycare's preschool. And I had all week to sit alone. Uh, does that sound fun to you? Not knowing the fate of your growing family and your sweet little innocent baby who's purely just waiting in there with a the little slow little heartbeat. Yeah. So for a week, I, I saw the week ahead and on like Saturday, Sunday, I was okay. And then Monday hit and everyone was gone and I was sitting in my empty house alone at like the 10 o'clock hour where you're like, I woke up early enough to be an irresponsible adult, but now some hours have passed and mm -hmm. now I have the whole day ahead of me. And the, the limbo lane and the not knowing. And so I sat down and I journaled. Yep. And I wrote down on one column all my fears. Like, what are these lies? What's the story I'm telling myself yep. that I'm going to cry in a little fetal position all week long? That this baby's not going to make it? That all these things are some, uh, somehow I deserve this? For past behavior? I'm like, mm, mm, mm. lie, 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 fear, 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 story I'm telling myself. And then I stopped. And then on the other, and I think it was two pages total. <laughs> okay. And on the right side, I wrote out the column of the truth. Mm -hmm. And it was like a pep talk meets like drill sergeant God meets relational Jesus loving <laughs> promise, yeah. hope, future. Yep. It was like glorious mm -hmm. seeing them side by side. Yeah. And this was when the day that I did this, well, let me not short, short the, the truth. The truth was that you're not alone. Yeah. And I I have plans and hope for this for this baby. Mm -hmm. And if it's not going to be this baby, I'm going to walk you through this and I'm going to give you another perfectly healthy baby. Mm -hmm. And her name will be Julianne and oh, you will love her to pieces. Mm -hmm. But so in a deep, crazy, really painful way, I went to God and I went to this journal yeah. and told myself, like, here's the story. Now, what is the truth? And what's so crazy, like the proof that this actually worked, like you verbally going to God in prayer, yeah. me seeing it on paper and processing through written words yeah. on a page yeah. is that the second I did that, it took hours. And then I clicked my pen and closed the book and I had a killer week. <laughs> I saw you that 4th of July. Yeah. We like yeah. did the thing. Yeah. We had so much fun. That was the encouragement I needed to make it through. And I right. didn't mope around yeah. and I didn't cry all day, every day. Yeah. And it was like, I have peace because I'm not in control and God is yep. and he is good. And so yeah. it's the truth set me free in that moment. Right. And what's crazy is I had that morning, you called me like, oh my gosh, I just got back from a run and I God told me, go ahead. Yeah. So this, I want to pause. Yeah. Dramatic pause. Yeah. Um, because if you've miscarried, mm. you might cry all day. And that's totally fine. Yeah. That does not mean that you are not believing the truth about who you are, Correct. about who God is, all of that. Mm -hmm. Jen has this amazing, uncanny ability to go, 
I'm going to pour my heart out mm -hmm. and I'm going to leave it right here. So when I need to rem remember, I'm going to come back to this. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. It is a gift. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm like, I want to carry it. I want to carry it. All week. I'm, I'm going to carry it all week. Because guess mm -hmm. what I did for you? I carried it all for week for her. days. She's right. like, I haven't stopped crying. Right. It's, it was terrible. It's terrible. Yes. And so just giving you permission. And because we should probably say I did lose the baby. Did I did baby. have to yes. induce the miscarriage. Ugh. So Ugh. hit me up. If you've been through that, you want to talk it through. Yep. Ugh. It's very painful. I don't mean to yeah. skip over that. Like what right. happened to the baby? They're right. watching like, what the heck? 50-50 shot. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Ugh. So back to the dramatic pause. Yes. Is that very morning. So she's journaling mm -hmm. in real time. Two columns. Two columns. Truths and lies. And I am running. I run. I love running. It's my like way to create space mm -hmm. in my life and in my heart and in my mind. And, and that's when God shows up. That's how he most often speaks to me is on a run mm -hmm. because that's the time I allow myself some peace and quiet. And so it's no surprise that he just like slowly, gently mm -hmm. gifts me with these little pieces of truth and hope and love. And so I was on a run and I was asking God, what, what do you want me to say to these women next? And he said, what's true about you? And I was like, what's true about you? And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, what's true about you? What's true about you? And so I started thinking that. And then my mind, you were the first person that my mind went to. And I was like, oh my gosh, God, what if she is thinking mm. that this is deserved? What if she's thinking she did something wrong? Mm. What if she's believing these lies about you and about herself and da, da, And I bawled in the mm. neighborhood on your behalf, mm. but that was the start of this whole journal about this whole movement of what's true about you, figuring out the lie you're believing mm -hmm. and replacing it with the truth. And it's not that simple, Yeah. but man. You, you call me like, I have this idea, I need yeah. to make a journal called this. Yeah. And I want two columns right, where like, people can replace. And I was like, Lisa, I like literally just finished that like the yeah. hour before. Yeah. It was this like chills, yes. Holy Spirit moment. Incredible. Yeah. So good. So we have the journal today. Yes. And we want you to have it. And this is the story we want to invite you to, into is you don't have to settle for the crazy stories. And I'm not calling you crazy. The crazy the stories you're telling yourself. Right. Giving yourself grace, giving other people grace, and going to God, believing the truth about who you are. So I would encourage you, get the journal. It's on the website, IamMotherOfTheYear.com, and it's so impactful. Yeah. It's changing lives, and we want yours to be one of those lives that are changed. Um, and I think in this podcast episode, we probably said, that's a podcast episode for another time, mm -hmm. at least three or four uh -huh. times. Yeah. So those will be coming at you. We're going to wrap up for today. Yeah. So just thank you so much for the bottom of our hearts. Hearts yes. for joining us yeah. and thank you thanks for being so vulnerable oh. i know that's a big deal to share yeah. that story yeah but oh. it's an important yeah. story to tell yeah. that's just that's a really heartbreaking mm -hmm. tragic thing that happens right. and on the i am mother the year podcast we have to speak to those moms who are facing yep. various hardships including miscarriage so yep. Yep. Thanks for oh, having me on. We're going to hug it out. But later, as we end today, in case no one tells you today, you're a really good mom. Thanks for listening to the I Am Mother of the Year podcast with Lisa and Jen. If you love what you hear and want insider access to more conversations just like these, exclusive Mother of the Year merch, and access to the I Am Mother of the Year podcast one day early, 
Join the growing community of patrons who support our movement at patreon.com slash I am mother of the year. Talk to you next week.